What's up? Welcome to Forte Catholic Radio. Live to tape. We report, we're recording a day early because I am uh, I, I because I can't buy locate. I'm I'm currently as you listen to this. I am currently at the St. Joseph's Athletic Banquet, uh, giving out awards to my basketball team and track team, and eating a free dinner. So uh, me and my all my, my entire family it makes it sound like it's huge. It's just the four of us, right? Um, we got offered a free dinner to go and to um, hand out. All I have to do is hand out awards. So excited about that after our good track season. Um, but uh, we're here to talk about about uh, about you, about Catholicism, and and, and uh, frankly, to be honest, about me a little bit because uh, it's my show, and I, I wasn't. Uh, I, I I do I am quite a prideful guy, um, but I, I didn't name the show after me um, directly. I just named it about describing myself because i'm loud i'm catholic that's forte catholic um people on the podcast are still listening the holy people listening live on the radio just tuned out and are now listening to country radio um but uh for those of you who are who are still <laughs> he's prideful i only listen to people who are sinless <laughs> um, this is the rest of the people on ewtn but um Last week on the show, uh, we our, our final segment, we introduced this topic of signs and wonders. And I, I really wanted, I had more to say on it, so I, I really wanted to dive into it. Our final segment uh, last time was a game played with uh, our, our good friend Kyle Turner and Sam Shepard, um, where I, I, I uh, made them play this very, very tough trivia game. Um, and then we talked about signs and wonders. But, but more importantly, who won that game? Uh, Kyle that won is right. Kyle won that game by that ha- right. by half a point. I tried to help Sam out and only give Kyle half a point for one of them, but he he still won. So Sam gets a, a chance for redemption today. So the segment went so well that I was like, okay, the last segment we did was a game, and then we talked about signs and wonders. So today our first segment is going to be very creative and be a game, and then we'll talk about signs and wonders. It's it's just... Don't change it if it works. I am I am a, a son of the Catholic Church, so I'm all about innovation. Um, and then in the in the second segment, we're going to have an um, interview. Uh, for those of you who can't haven't picked it up, that's called sarcasm. Okay. Uh, for this, the, second, the second segment is an interview with a local high school student, um, Ashley Breland, uh, talking about some of the signs and wonders, the miraculous things that have happened in her prayer life and how that's been um, it's both it's both boosted her personal faith growth, and it's, uh, she's grown so much over this last semester. But also by sharing these stories, it is it's um, helped other people know that prayer works and that God is real, right? And I, even like I've been very much encouraged by some of the things that she's shared, and and just it's reinvigorated my prayer. So I'm looking forward to talking to her in that second segment, and then in the in the final segment, we're going to talk about. Uh, the signs and wonders that we see in the Acts of the Apostles. Um, it's the um, fifth book of the New Testament. It's it's the events that happen right after the gospel story, right after the gospel stories. Um, and we'll look at the early church and uh, all the amazing signs and wonders that happened with them. And we'll look at how they happened, and then what happened because they happened. Right? What was the outcome of the of of what happened after these signs and wonders? So um, let's let's get right into it. Uh, first of all, if you missed last week. And you want to uh, hear this 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 uh, introduction to the signs and wonders? You can always find any of these shows on fortecatholic.com/radio. Um, all the episodes are, are there, and you can you can tune in there. Um, if you are a, a, an avid listener live, I, I get texts sometimes where people are listening. And they they'll, they'll laugh. What's what's really funny is whenever we do a pre-recorded show like this, and then people are texting me Tuesday night, and they're like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" Skinny jeans, and I'm like. 
what? Because I'm like doing something else. Right. On You're t- like, how do you know what I'm wearing? <laughs> how do you know? I don't fit in any skinny <laughs> jeans. I, I wear, um, I, I shop at Big and Tall, and they're kind of skinny jeans on me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but uh, like, it, so I know people listen live. Um, if you do listen live, do me a favor. Um, and and if you're you all anybody that's on social media, you see when I, I tweet and Twitter and and Insta post about all this stuff, right? When the when the podcast comes out, if you like anything I say, I talk for about fifty three minutes every Tuesday. If you like at least three seconds of it, my uh, my ask of you today is to whenever you see this week's podcast come out, share it with your friends on on the on the face space on the on the on the Twitter <laughs> sphere on on your Instagram, all of these things. Um, so that more people can can hear about the show and uh, listen to the great things that I have to say, even even if those three seconds are that those first three seconds that that good jam, that yeah, good music, it, it is it is great music. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I'm being a little facetious here, but like I, I've really been honored to have these these guests that I've had on. It's it's such a great lineup, and then to have these crazy two people sit in front of me who are about to play this game. So yeah. uh, let's get into this game, right? And just to preface it a little bit. Um, I did mention this, so if, if it's a it's a test for uh, if you were paying attention, if you two were paying attention, I gave you a, a small hint as to what this game, this tonight's game would be. So we, last time we did the Egyptian plagues, mm-hmm. and in the intro to that, I thought we were going to play both games. So I said there was the plagues, and then after the plagues, they went out into the promised land. Right. Yes. What's the what happened in the promised land? What's what's the big one of the big first things that happened in the promised land? Moses died. No, that was right before, Th- wasn't that it? That was at the end. Okay. Literally forty years later. Oh wait. Oh wait. So, so you're not you're not saying like <laughs> you got the buzz again. <laughs> so you're not saying like when they reached the promised land. You're talking about like the wandering through the desert. So they they reached the promised land. Okay. And there's this there's this big moment where where Moses. I made a joke about iPads. Right. Moses goes up this mountain. To the Sinai. Ten, Sinai. Sinai. I know to, my thing. To get what? The Ten Commandments. To get the Ten Commandments. All right. So here's what we're... There Boom, you go. baby. I love how our, like we have a game show wrong, but there's no game show right, so we just use this thing on the soundboard called One High Gong. <laughs> like, I don't know One why... High Gong. I don't know why it's called that, but it is. Um, yeah, so you get a little... Uh, uh, behind-the-scenes look into the wonders of Forte Catholic uh, <laughs> in the studio. Uh, so here's what we are going to do. And this may be tough. Okay. I think it'll be easier than last week. Hopefully. Uh, last week was rough. I- I'm rhyming now. Apparently, I'm Dr. Yep. Seuss. Uh, the goose is loose. All right. That makes sense to absolutely no one except for Sam. Okay, so... Um, Sam, I am. What? <laughs> that was good. What is I, happening? Kyle, is I, happening? I like you a lot. Thank you. Um, the, other, the other three people that were still on now turned into the, the country right, music station. Yes, so, exactly. Thanks, Kyle. Um, so here's what we're going to do. There are how many commandments? Ten. Ten. You did it. Congratulations. Uh, you each get no points. Dang it. Uh, so the, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to start with Sam, because ladies first and losers first. Uh, well, I mean, you have to lost, laugh at losers because, first. Because you lost last you time, and lose. it was funny. That's the definition of society. Uh, yeah. Winners and losers. Winners and losers. I guess so. uh, yeah, we'll see what Pope Francis has to say about that. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, what we're going to do is there are 10 of them. We're going to go through them and see if you guys paid attention in CCE. Uh-oh. And look at the order of the Ten Commandments. What's really interesting about these first, these first couple is that Protestants and Catholics yep. both have Ten Commandments, That's right? That's true. Right. They, are, they are numbered differently. Mm. 
Mm. Oh, between translations. But between translations, okay. and it, they actually there's there's groups of command. They're all still in there. We all still have to obey them. <laughs> there's <laughs> not like that one weird one that's like Pastor Pete is always right. That's not just thrown Pastor in there. Pete. No, none of us can commit adultery. None of us can have other gods. Gotcha. Like it, okay. it's all still in there, but we but they're just numbered differently. So I'm gonna see if y'all went to. Um, if you learned more in your your Catholic CCE, or if that one ba- uh, Baptist VBS you went to <laughs> taught, taught you that taught you these, um, find out because I I learned a lot at that Baptist VBS. So, um, Sam, the first one is you. The first commandment. The first commandment is you got the easy one. You will have no other gods before me. That's yeah, correct. That's a loud high gong. That is a loud <laughs> loud high one high gong. One high gong. One high gong. All right, Kyle. Yeah. You get the second one. What is the second commandment? Um, I'm going to go with the Sabbath day. Is that right? Oh. That's incorrect. Lord's Sam- name in vain. Oh. Lord's, what do you do with the Lord's name in vain? Don't take the Lord's <laughs> name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. wrong. <laughs> no. You right. said basically to take the Lord's name. That's, <laughs> two for that's two. a sin. Uh, so, uh, like, there are, I know there's someone listening out there because this was me. Maybe a minute ago. Maybe four years ago. Maybe 12 years ago. Okay. I'll let you all decide. What the heck is taking the Lord's name in vain? If you haven't been around church your whole life, that's an odd thing to hear. Right. So uh, what what does taking the Lord's name in vain mean to you, Kyle? Um, you know, it means like if you like don't say it unless you mean it, right? So it's like if you're not going to talk to God, you don't say his name. That's not nice. Like it's kind of like talking about Sam behind her back. Like that's just rude. But yes. but you yes, can't you can't talk about God behind his back. He's literally everywhere. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's it's more of a manners thing. You know, <laughs> manners. Yeah, it's like just because he can like hear everything doesn't mean that he should. <laughs> like, don't expect that of him. <laughs> he, he's got to take a Sabbath. You know, uh, Jake can mute any of us, and uh, I think God might try to mute us sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, so, gosh, so, Jake, kinda like, so Jake's kind of like God. That's scenario. what I was about to say. It sounds like Jake is going to kill people. What it was. Is that no. what mute means? No, Jake, okay, good. Uh, let's let's get back on track here. So, uh, so uh, it, Sam is up two to nothing here, and yep. it's also her her turn. So, okay. what is commandment number three, Sam? I think the third one is keep holy the Sabbath day. That's correct. Congratulations, you Dang. can keep holy the Sabbath day. All right, Kyle. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm so ready for this. What is this? What is the fourth commandment? I'm gonna say honor thy father and mother. Is honor, that right? Honor your father and mother. Only because they, they yelled at me a lot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> there is two commandments. <laughs> Love God and honor your father and mother. Exactly. I don't care about anything else. Nope. Right? Uh, so Kyle's, Kyle's back on the board. Uh, speaking of honoring your father and mother, yes. Mother's Day was two weeks ago. Yesterday. A week ago? Yesterday. No, yes, yesterday. Two days ago. Oh, yep. Time's weird. Yeah. Huh? So y- y'all, y'all have uh, time is very odd. Like I have to lie on my show a lot because I'm pre-recording and I have to be like, Two days ago was Mother's Day, when yeah. actually for us recording in the show, it was uh, yesterday. That's true. Yeah. Because this airs on Tuesday. Um, the the last listener just moved over to that country radio station. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just start singing country songs <laughs> if we need to. <laughs> I got a tire in my bullet in my bullet. I don't know. That that was weird. I yeah. kind of feel like you need to go to confession now. Probably. I don't know what you just said. Who knows? Um, so honor your father and mother. It was, was Mother's Day. Did y'all do anything special for your mothers on Mother's Day? I... Hugged her so good. I just gave her a good old hug. That's because you make a lot of money. I make so much the, money in ministry. working for a church. There you go. Sam, what'd you do? We went to mass and then we went out to eat and it was like all the mothers. So it was like my grandmother and my aunts and it was fun just spending the afternoon with them. 
That's awesome. We did we did the um, the modern miracles of FaceTime. No, that's nice. what we did with my mom because she was um, over where she lives. You know, like two and a half hours from here. Yeah. Um, Jake wants to say something. Jake, what did you do with your mother? I let her um, go get her nails done with my aunt. Like you gave her permission? No, no, no. I <laughs> did. You I pay fell for asleep it? and oh. slept all day. Oh my gosh! While she went. And got her nails done. That became Jake's day, I think. <laughs> yeah, Jake. It was also my father's fiftieth birthday. So. Did you did you sleep through that too? <laughs> no, we all went out to dinner <laughs> afterwards. So you honored your father, but definitely not your mother. So I'll see you in the confession line, Jake. Um, where, Thank you. Where, where, where are we? Where are we at here? Uh, number five, five, and I think it's Sam's turn. Sam's turn. Is it my turn? It is. Uh, is it? Thou shalt not steal. Oh, um, that, that is wrong. No. Um. Oh, is it um? Is it murder? I think it's murder. Is it murder? Is it murder? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So Kyle has Kyle has two points. Is it two to three? It's two to three. Kyle has two. So okay. now this it's Kyle's turn now, right? Right. All right. What what's the next one? Um. Wait, Sam. What did you say last time? I don't remember. <laughs> okay, that's not true. See, now you're lying. Oh, is it <laughs> lying? Is it lying? <laughs> uh, no. Ah. Oh. Oh, did it's you try not, and psych me out right there? I really did. You totally He's did. lying and deceiving now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is it now thou shalt not steal? Yes, it is uh. now thou shalt not steal. You shall not steal your neighbor's answer either, Sam. Yes, <laughs> Sam. All right, Sam, what's the next one? We, we, uh, so what we have so far, because y'all have gotten them wrong now, um, the, you should have one God. Mm-hmm. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep the Sabbath day holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not kill. You shall uh, wait. You got it wrong. I was wrong. Oh, you shall not kill then what? You shall not kill. So you were first, right? And you said steal. On five? Yes. On five. No. Oh, yeah. So what's six? Kyle, you get a chance to steal. Wait. six not steal. Six is the one I thought I said lying. No, it's not lying. That's incorrect. I don't know. I'm just really confused. Three, three is keep the Sabbath day holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not kill. And then six, covet thy neighbor's goods. Nope. All right, you both got it wrong. <laughs> just you wrong. shall not you commit should... adultery. Oh. Six is you shall not commit adultery. Um. So uh, now whose turn is it? I'm lost now. I think it's Sam's. Sam's turn. It's three to two. Okay. So what's number seven? Thou shall not steal. I'm right. just really if you, confident. If you keep saying that, you'll 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 eventually get it right. You'll get one high gong. All right, what's number eight, uh, Kyle? Um, covet thy neighbor's good. Wait, is adultery and neighbor's wife the same? You should covet your neighbor's goods. Yeah, that's you? it's a different form of commandment. Yeah. I don't know where we. It's are. called the anti commandment. Uh, covet. You should not shall not covet thy neighbor's goods. That's something. That say. is incorrect, oh. Sam. You want to steal? What number are we on? Uh, Seven. We are on eight. Oh my gosh! Um, thou shalt not lie. You should not bear false witness. So yes, that's 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 correct. Uh, so Sam has. Uh, I I lost my sheet. There it is. Okay. Uh, Sam has five to two. So I think I think by default you win. I'm failing. Um, wait, ca- there's not like a bonus point, like a bonus uh, round. The eleventh. Can- <laughs> 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 this is like uh, what have y'all seen? I think I forget what what it's from, but Moses is walking down with fifteen commandments. There are fifteen, and then he drops he one. Drops one. Ten, Ten commandments. Yeah. That's from a uh, history of the world. History. Mel Brooks. Mel, sure. Love him. Uh, you get a point for knowing that. <gasps> Kyle has three points, and I still lose, <laughs> but not as bad. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's number nine, Kyle? Covet thy neighbor's goods. 
Wife. Stop telling wife. me to covet things. It's you, like, what? No, shall, it's not you shall not, right? Wife. No, that's that's actually incorrect. Oh my gosh. Uh what is it, Sam? Which one did he say? He said goods. He said covet yeah. your neighbor's goods. Do not covet thy neighbor's wife. That's correct. <gasps> and Kyle, what's the last one? Don't lie. <laughs> Kyle! <laughs> you literally just said it. You covet, said it. Covet thy neighbor's goods. All right, so with the final score. Of six to four. I'm rhyming again. Why do I keep doing this? <laughs> With a final score of six to four, Sam wins and shows Kyle the door. Oh! oh! I used to be a rapper. See no, ya. And then I took a Now rapper. you just broke the 18th commandment, for all I know. I the don't know any of them, clearly. Um, so yeah, that that was that was the Ten Commandments. Uh, you listening probably learned absolutely nothing because we kept getting get very confused. But if you uh, you can just keep replaying that over and over again uh, <laughs> to fall asleep and learn your Ten Commandments. So um, that was Kyle. Thanks for coming on and losing the game. Uh, so welcome. We'll have to uh, Sam. Thanks for coming on. You win. Congratulations. Yay. We'll have to have you both on. We'll need Again, a tiebreaker. A tiebreaker. Yeah, right now um, it's because, one to one. Yeah, it was one to one. You're very good at math. I'm Kyle. so good at math. <laughs> this is why. Where's that commandment? You know, covet thy math. Well, I, like, <laughs> stop no. telling me to covet things, Kyle. <laughs> I don't. You know, you talk about van, like don't take it in vain. I don't even know what covet means. So that's like whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, do yourself a favor, uh, fr- friends of the show. And go on YouTube and watch the Jesus dubbed videos where Jesus comes and tells you all all their sins. It's funny. It's like I, I wish that you would. Uh, I like saying when you say my name, just not after you stub your toe. So that's taking the Lord's name in vain. So uh, Kyle and Sam, thanks for coming on. We will be right back with our interview with Miss Ashley Breland. Stay tuned. All right, we are back with our second segment of Forte Catholic for this grand Tuesday evening. I am joined uh, in the studio today for a very special interview, the first ever high school interview on Heck Forte yes. Catholic. So you're, you're, you're now famous, apparently. Ooh, I like it. Or you're making me famous, one of the two. <laughs> Ms. Ashley Breland's in the studio today. How are you doing this evening, Ashley? I'm doing great. It's just fantastic. We're, pre-record- we're, we're pre-recording this a day early because we're actually going to be tomorrow evening. We're going to be in the same place as well. We're going to be at this athletic banquet for St. Joe's, um, which is how I know you from St. Joe's Catholic School. So why don't you introduce you, uh, yourself for, for my audience, for, um, for the people listening on the podcast or listening live on the radio now. All right. Um, I'm a senior at St. Joseph High School. I graduate this Friday, actually. Woo! Super excited. Um, I play a whole bunch of sports, volleyball, basketball, run and track. And um, basically, all I do is homework, school, and anything to do with the school. So sports, choir, anything you can really think of, church, and then occasionally sleeping. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> occasionally sleeping. That's like the most senior thing ever. Uh, hopefully, uh, summer's coming up, so if you can catch up on some sleep. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, if I know you well enough, I know you're going to be very busy this yes. summer as, <laughs> yes, well, as well. Yes, very busy. <laughs> so... Uh, I know you because I was the campus minister there last year, and I've been working with you guys um, coaching this year. Um, and something about you has always stuck out, like, especially that you took this big leap in your faith over the last year or so, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it all kind of surrounds this prayer journal, right? Yes. So why don't you tell us how this, like, when did this start? How did this prayer journal start? And then we'll get into some crazy awesome signs and wonder stories about your prayer journal. Okay. Um, so in this school year, senior year, I um, was like, you know, I really want to get back to my faith. Uh, I was 
I've always been Christian, as I guess you could say, because I like, grew up in a Christian home and everything like that. Went to all of the summer stuff for VBS or Wednesday night churches during the school year. But um, I didn't really have a really like close prayer life with God. And so in November, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get back with this. Like, this is important. I need to work on it. And so I started reading my Bible every night and just trying to really get into the my faith. Well, then Thanksgiving came around, Christmas came around, just kind of fell out of it and stopped. And so then um, in January, my sister had a volleyball tournament in San Antonio. It was the second weekend or something like that. And my um, mom was like, hey, like, are you going with us or not? Because I always had the choice. And I was like, yeah, like, I'll go. Can I bring a friend, though? Because I really want to have fun and, like, bring someone. They're like, yeah, sure. So I called. I can't even count, like, probably 20 people. And that's not even an exaggeration. There was, like, I asked as many people as I could, basically. And everyone was like, yeah, let me make sure I can. And they'd be like, this is so weird. Like, I I can't this weekend. Like, I normally would be able to, but I can't. I had that response so many times. I was like, okay, well, this kind of sucks. But, okay, whatever. And so then um, that following Wednesday, my uh, church didn't have uh, church that night. And so I was like, well, I don't really know what to do now. And so I asked friends if I could go to their church. And they are like, yeah, come on. So I went and went to church. And the pastor was like, hey, we have a camp, a retreat this weekend. It'd be great for anyone that hasn't signed up to sign up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, sweet. So um, one of the girls there was like, hey, Ashley, you should really, really go. And I was like, I don't know. I have this volleyball tournament I have to go to. I said, I go to, and I just, I don't know. And they're like, no, I really feel like you need to go. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll go then. And so I asked my parents, they're like, yeah, sure, I don't care. Do whatever you want. I said, sweet. So... Um, I, that, that's parenting of seniors in high school. If, <laughs> if I've ever heard it. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much. And it was kind of funny. Cause I was like, Hey mom, can I go? And she's like, ask your dad. I said, dad, can I go? He's like, ask your mom. And I said, well, I take that as a yes. And they were sitting right next to each other. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and so, um, I ended up going and, uh, I just, I really like had a great time and realized how important, like relationship with God was again and that was kind of the idea of the retreat in a way and so um, there was this point in it and it's some type of prayer and so it's where we go in different stations and uh, pray in different ways so um, reading our Bible and they have a little like craft or something for us to do and so at one point it was um, luggage and so um, I was doing it and it just had like all these different things in it like uh, if you have problems judging or what, whatever like sin you have that you really struggle with, it I was in that basket. And so I was like, all right. So um, I started grabbing him out and I just like broke down. I was like, this is terrible. Like, I feel like I can't talk to God because of these different things. And so um, just like in the next station after that, we got to burn him. And at that moment, I was like, this is so important for me to like have a relationship. And so um, after that, I was like, you know what, I'm going to really focus on it this time. And I'm going to get a, I have a prayer journal already. I'm going to use it this time. And I'm going to read my Bible every night and really get into it and try. And so I had the Jesus high and I was like, heck yes, this is awesome. And so I started writing these prayers in it and I put really deep prayers in there. of Just I really want uh, you to help this person or do these different things and really like start caring about what I was saying. And, um, at that point it was a few weeks later and it kind of like died off, you know, like Jesus high is gone. I was like, no, like I'm not going to let this like stop me. And so I just, I kept going at it. And, um, after a few more weeks of just like not wanting to do it, but doing it anyway, I just had this click in my head at one point where it 
I realized like it was an actual relationship with God and it wasn't um, just a, oh, Jesus, hi, it's awesome. It's kind of like when you have a best friend. And at first, when you best when your best friend, you're like, "Oh my gosh, yes, I have this new best friend. This is awesome, super excited." But after a year of having a best friend, you're just like, "Oh, hey, what's up? Nice seeing you." <laughs> or you don't even say hi; you just kind of walk into their house, like I do with my friends. And if they're listening to this, they're probably gonna laugh and say, "Yep, that's exactly exactly <laughs> what she does." <laughs> so uh, she just said on on uh, on radio and on the podcast that she is a felon. She just breaks into people's <laughs> homes. So. Uh, sorry. <laughs> well, we'll we'll edit your name out of this. So the yeah. cops get come get you. Sweet, awesome. But anyway, yeah, so um, over the past, like, since January to now, I've just really, like, formed this relationship because um, I decided to, like, actually start writing my prayers down. And what's really cool is a lot of them have been, like, answered. And uh, there's these prayers in it where you wouldn't believe that are actually, like, happening. You know, it's been crazy. Yeah, so let's get into some of those because I like I've heard a couple of these stories. You've been sharing sharing them with me throughout the that, out the semester as we've seen each other between practices and all this kind of thing. And I've just been blown away by some of these things. And um, uh, as uh, people who have been listening to the show today or, or last week know that I've been talking about signs and wonders. And as I was uh, preparing for this episode, I was like. I have to get Ashley on because there's been all these signs and wonders, these miraculous things that have happened because of your prayer. Um, so um, just so that I'm not the only one in this room that that knows these stories, um, why don't you share uh, one of the stories with us about how you prayed for something and then what was the outcome of that? Okay. Um, so I had a bunch of like prayers that are answered big, small, and some small, just like, hey, you know what, Jesus, like, please help me with this test tomorrow. Like, I really need it. And for the first time ever in one of the one of the classes I had, it was 94. So I was pretty pumped. And I was like, hey, yes, Jesus. <laughs> but uh, that's just a small one. But Instead of Jesus, take the wheel. It's like, Jesus, take my pen. Pretty much. <laughs> actually saying it like that, too, as I was walking to the class. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I started, uh, I have this neighbor. And she has terminal cancer and just not doing very well. And so I had on my heart in February that I needed to go talk to her and pray over her. And I had been talking to um, one of the ladies in our campus ministry office that was talking about the gifts of healing and just different things like that. I was like, I want that. And so um, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go and pray over this woman. And then all of a sudden, Jesus was like, nope, not yet. And I was like, really? Like, I don't want to wait. And Jesus was like, nope, you thought. No, you got to wait. And so <laughs> I was like, okay. And so I just kept praying about it every night. I was like, Lord, I pray that you just heal her or give her peace or just something, just do something in her like life. And um, so I just kept praying about it. And then one day I was looking at the calendar and I was just kind of flipping through it. I was like, okay, I have this to do, this to do. As we were just saying, I have a really busy schedule. And um, all of a sudden, March 13th just said, that's the day. And I was like, and I just kind of looked at it. I was like, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, why am I just thinking about this one day looking at the calendar? Then all of a sudden her name came back into my head. I was like, all right, that's the day. I'm ready. Let's go. And so um, kept praying about it constantly. My friends were like, why are, you, why are you thinking about that day? And I was like, this is why. Like, I just know something's bound to happen. There's no way nothing's going to happen. So um, I went over. No. Okay. Rewind. So the day kept coming, getting closer and closer. I was like, heck yes. Like, this is about to get so much fun. I'm just, I was so excited. The day of all this fear just came upon me, and I was like, "No!" And I knew I was like, "That's the devil trying to be like, no." That is Satan. Yes. That is Satan. And I, at that point, I was like, "No!" Like, I I need to do this. And so I was like, "No, Ashley, you need to stop being a baby, and you're gonna text her right now." So I texted her. I was like, "Hey, it's Ashley, your neighbor. I know we never hang out or even talk, but I was wondering if I could come over." And she was like, 
like, yeah, of course. And I said, when's the best time? She goes, right now. And I said, oh, uh, okay. And so I was like, let me walk on over there. And so in my head, I'm like, well, I was kind of hoping for it. Eh, how about in a few hours? But it was like, I know, like, let's do this right now. I was like, okay. And so um, I walked over there and just started hanging out with her. And I was talking to her just about anything like, oh, isn't it nice weather? And just kind of having casual conversation. And then we started talking about like deep stuff. And I asked her if she went to church and uh, if she had a relationship and started getting in this conversation. And uh, she told me she did. And she goes to church and always has for a long time. And like, that's awesome. And so we like had a conversation about God. And then um, it was getting time for me to go. And so I asked her if if there was anything I could pray for her about. And she told me that she wasn't feeling good, obviously, because of the cancer. And that um, she couldn't sleep. She couldn't eat. She didn't have energy to do stuff with her family anymore. And that really upset her because her family was really important to her. And so I was like, all right, can I pray over you right now? And she was like, let's do it. And I said, heck yes. So I sat next to her and I started praying for her. And as I'm praying, like normally when I pray over people, I just get this like super like excitedness. But at this point, I was like, I have I feel like I don't have anything to pray for. It was really weird. And I knew like that didn't feel right. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to keep going with it. So I kept praying. And so then I said, amen. She said, amen. And then I left. And so I was expecting like some Jesus thing to go, whoa, Jesus. And it was, there was nothing. And I was like, well, that's <laughs> The it. heavens open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. Nothing happened. Waited the next day. Nothing happened. Didn't get anything. Waited the next day. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And I was like, okay, like, I guess it wasn't meant to happen right now or whatever. Like Jesus was planning. Like it's not for right now. And so... Uh, a few days later, it was Friday morning. I get up. My mom's like, hey, I got this text message from her husband. I was like, okay, what's going on? And she said that um, he said he told her that uh, she was feeling a whole lot better and that she could sleep. She could eat. She had way more energy to go do stuff with her family. And just every single thing I prayed for, like, it happened. And um, they went to get their tumor uh, marks rechecked. And her tumor count was 2,300, no, uh, 231,000. That's what it was. And it dropped to 65,000. Oh, my goodness. And so (laughs) I'm reading this, and I'm like, holy cow, that's a big drop. And for some of you that don't know, like, it's not supposed, it's like not even supposed to be in hundreds, but it's in thousands. And so it dropping, like, thousands in itself was a huge, like, deal. And it wasn't, like, a gift of healing like fully necessarily but it was still like enough to give her the energy and everything that she wanted to be able to do with her family and so at that point I was jumping around and going crazy I had friends that were told me like before they're like nothing's gonna happen how do you know something's gonna happen I was like no I know something is gonna happen there's a reason and so they were like okay whatever and so after it happened and I got this text message the text message I started calling people I was like guess what just happened this happened and so they were like wow i didn't believe you and i was like that's right (laughs) (laughs) i showed you sucker (laughs) and i think what's what's so awesome about this story you you, a lot of the things that you said is is that i think a re one of the big reasons why these miraculous things don't happen is because people let that doubt and fear that oh this isn't going to do anything like like you said like your your friends and like i've had that doubt i think you were real you got nervous the day of and i think these these doubts and these fears come in where we say, oh, that's impossible. It's like, yeah, that's the definition of a miracle, something that's not supposed to happen that does. Like, people don't come back from the dead. Like, that 
happens. Like Jesus did that. Yeah. Like we worship a God who came back from the dead. Um, and then also that like, like this, like your growth in faith has come from these, these signs and wonders that you've seen, like these course, answers to yeah. prayer in your life. And the fact that you've been able to share it with your friends and be like people who doubted and they're like, nope, this actually happened, sucker. You know, like, and like this, this is, this is real. Like prayer actually works. Yeah. And like, it's so funny because when you were telling me some of this stuff over the last couple of months, I was actually in a time where like my prayer sucked. Like it was not good. And like you actually encouraged me, which is funny because I'm supposed to be the one encouraging right. you in faith. And like it, it really like reinvigorated my prayer. And I think that goes to this entire point of that. That's what these signs and wonders are for. So this is not just, this is just one story of many. We got time, I think, for one more. Why don't you share one more of these crazy stories with us? All right. I was planning on telling something else, but then like this, it, the story came to me. So um, I have this friend at my church, and her and I like to do this weird thing of where we go to Walmart and start praying over people. And it's very normal. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of freaks people out and like gotten almost kicked out, but you know, it's fine. And so um, one time we were walking around and we started praying over different people, and people were like, okay, thanks. Like, and then moved on with their day, and we're like, okay, well, I guess whatever. Like, we're just keep going. And so kept praying over people while well, we bumped into this lady. We're like, hey, we're so sorry. She's like, it's okay. And so her and I look at each other and give this look of, this is the one. And so uh, we were like, hey. When you literally bump into someone, you know that's the one. <laughs> yeah. And so we bumped into her and we're like, hey, can we pray over you? And she's like, yes, honey, I need the prayers. And when you hear the yes, honey, you know something's going to happen. <laughs> and so. That's, like, that's scriptural. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And so um, I was just, we were so excited. So we're like, hey, like, what can we pray for you about? And she was talking about something about a job. And so we were like, all right, we got this. So we start praying. And so um, we were praying out loud over her just in Walmart. People are walking by. No, none of their business. It's fine. It's whatever. And um, I started praying for her. And I said, uh, I pray that if God decides to give you a better job that uh, he does. And that if he tells you that you have to move to it, you obey and you do it. And that you have the courage to do it and just trust in God that that's what is supposed to happen. Prayed for other things for her family and just things that, you know, everyone needs prayers for. Finished prayer. She looks at me dead in the eye. She goes, that is just what I needed to hear. And I was like, oh, really? what I say? And she goes, I got this job offer in Houston. And, or at least I'd been thinking about going to Houston. It was something along those lines. I don't remember the exact words about what she said, but basically something about a job being in Houston that she'd been thinking about. And that was us basically telling her, that's what you need to go do. So it's so cool because, you know, you bump into people at Walmart and then you just start praying. And sometimes you start praying, you kind of start rambling. And it's not like on purpose or anything. You just start being like, okay, like this is a really short prayer. I need to add something to it kind of thing. And it's not... Like, you mean it, but you don't really know where to go with it because you don't know these people. These are straight-up people you do not know. And so that makes it super awkward sometimes. And so it was really cool just to see that God used us to voice that to her, and we had no idea who each other were. That, that's amazing. And like, it's it's so fun, like, like, just trying to picture that story. Like, two high school girls in Walmart <laughs> praying over this woman. She's like, I think I'm going to move now. Like, that's yeah. just, just, just miraculous. That's how you know that it's the spirit. So, uh, Ashley, thanks for coming on and, and, and um, for sharing this witness with us. And I know it's been encouraging for me, and I know it's going to be encouraging for the people listening um, and for sticking through that Jesus high. Because that's where this all, this all started, right? On this Jesus high, but you stuck with it. Um, so I think that's a great example for us. Um, if people liked you and, and want to uh, hear more about this story, where can they follow you on the Instas and the Twitters and all that stuff? Uh, on Instagram, Ashley underscore Breland underscore 98. You spell that A-S-H-L-E-Y underscore 
B-R-E-L-A-N-D underscore 98. I think I know how to, don't spell out 98, it's the numbers. All right, uh, <laughs> Ashley, thanks for coming on. This has been way too much fun. Uh, guys, we will be right back with our final segment of Forte Catholic right after the break. with our third segment of Forte Catholic. The final segment of Forte Catholic today. So we got a, a final countdown of about 17 and a half minutes left on the show for today. If you're just joining us, we've been talking all day about signs and wonders. We actually started this conversation last weekend, or last week, I should say. Um, and we've been talking about it all day. Uh, I want to thank Ashley Breland again for coming on the show uh, in our last segment, to talk about some of the signs and wonders that she has seen as a result of her of her prayer life. Um, I also want to thank Kyle and Sam for coming in earlier to play that game with us. Um, I just really like making fools of my friends on on uh, on national radio, not national radio. I guess it's national. I guess I can say it's national radio because podcast. I have I have like listeners in Malaysia and stuff. I'm like, oh, good. They're lear- they're learning English from me. I guess I don't know what they're doing. They speak. They don't speak English in Malaysia. I think no, they don't. Maybe four of them. Four of them. Okay. Um, Jake's telling me to keep going because this is stupid. All right. So uh, what I want to talk about in this final segment is that what the, the book that the, that the Catholic Church is reading out of at, at Daily Mass for the first reading is the Acts of the Apostles. And what this book is, it, is it jumps off right from the stories of the Gospels. This, you know, the, Gospels the Gospels are the story of Jesus' life. Um, and it ends with his uh, death and resurrection. And then um, Acts of the Apostles is the story of Pentecost, which uh, we'll be celebrating here shortly, uh, here in a few weeks, at the beginning of June. Um, which, speaking of that, uh, if you are in town, if you're in the Bryan College Station area, and you want to come celebrate Pentecost with, with me and some of my friends, uh, Ablaze Ministries will be hosting um, a citywide Pentecost vigil on the Saturday um, before Pentecost, so on June 3rd uh, at 6 p.m. in Christ the Good Shepherd Chapel um, over there in Bryan. And if you've ever been to the Easter Vigil, you know that there's a ton of readings, and then um, it happens on the night before Easter, right? Uh, the Pentecost Vigil, I think, is one of the lost um, lost like uh, celebrations in the Catholic Church. I had never heard of it until a couple of years ago, you know, two, uh, about a year, year and a half ago, actually, um, so we, we celebrated this last year. It was awesome. We're, so what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, people reading. Um, the, I think there's four, maybe five readings. Um, we're going to have people reading them in different languages. So Because at Pentecost, there came on tongues as a fire, and, and the apostles spoke, um, and everybody heard them in their own tongues. So um, just this miraculous thing that happened at Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles. So we're going to be celebrating that uh, together on June 3rd at 6 p.m., um, we're at, actually at 5.30, there'll be an international rosary where the rosary will be said in um, different languages. And then uh, we'll celebrate the Mass at 6. And then immediately following, um, we're going to have a time of praise and worship and adoration. Uh, me and a crew from Ablaze Ministries are going to be leading worship for that. So if you want to uh, join us for that, I'd love to have you. And we're actually going to be talking today, the rest of this segment, about what actually is the Acts of the Apostles and what do we see about it and what do signs and wonders um, have to do with this book. So right at the beginning of the book of Acts, so it is uh, Pentecost. And then um, in the next chapter, 
Um, we're just going to jump right in, right into it. It says that now Peter and, and John were going into the temple area for three o'clock hour of prayer, and a crippled man from birth was carried and placed at the gate of the temple called the Beautiful Gate um, every day to beg for alms from the people who entered the temple. So uh, he couldn't. He couldn't move. He was crippled from the, from the moment he was born, and people would just pick him up and bring him to the temple to beg. Uh, when Peter and John uh, were about to go into the temple, he asked them for alms. But Peter looked intently at him, as did John, and said, look at us. He paid attention to him, expecting to receive something from them, like expecting to receive money from him. Uh, and and it's, it, Peter said, I have neither silver nor gold, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, rise and walk. Then Peter took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles grew strong. He leaped up, stood, and walked around, and went into the temple with them, walking and jumping and praising God. So this is a- an absolutely amazing story. Like this man has—he's uh, been crippled from birth. He he knows that there's no uh, human way for him to be healed. Like he's he's been this way his entire life. So he, he literally just asked Peter and John. He's like, oh, these are, these are holy men. And probably has seen him walking in and out of the temple before because he's been there all day. And it says at the beginning that they were coming in for the 3 o'clock hour of prayer, which, you know, they, they've probably done this a few times before, seen each other before. And he, asked, he looks at them expecting a coin or two, right? Expecting something mon- monetarily. But Peter looks and he says, like, those things I don't have. Because Peter worked for the church. This is the first uh, verse that says if you work for the church, you ain't going to get much money. But I I digress. Uh, But he says, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazarene, rise and walk. And the dude gets up and he leaps around, stands around, walks around. And uh, he immediately, I think it's amazing, immediately he walks into the temple with him, walking and jumping and praising God. So like his immediate response was to go into the temple, to to go and, and to thank God for what had just happened. So this is a, obviously a miracle, a sign and a wonder that this man was physically healed, and then he had this in, in, huge encounter with God and this, this um, deep need to thank him and to praise him, right? And that's, that's what we've been talking about this entire, this entire show, that signs and wonders, miracles, so often, almost always precede somebody coming to Christ, somebody having an encounter with the Lord, somebody having a conversion of heart. But here's the kicker. It wasn't just him. When all of the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the one who used to be begging at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with amazement and astonishment at what, has, at, at what had happened to him. So they were filled with amazement and astonishment. And then, in the next chapter, then and only then, it says that, that Peter and John began to preach. So they, they go through this entire thing about, like, they, they essentially share the good news with people. They share the story of, of, of salvation. They share the story of Jesus. And then we get this famous line that a lot of people have heard. Oh, and uh, but many of those who heard the word came to believe, and the number of men grew to about 5,000. <clears> but all this is preceded by this amazing, this is amazing healing. So people were more uh, apt to listen to somebody preaching because of these signs and wonders. And I, I started thinking about like our own teaching, like my own, my own speaking or evangelization, how the church evangelizes. And I think so often we, we want to just like teach people so that like they'll be converted through their head, right? 
that they'll hear something new and like, oh yeah, God's awesome. I understand it intellectually. I will follow God now. When most of the time in the scriptures, like that can happen. There are some in a, very intellectual people who find God through their mind. And like, that's, that's cool. Like I grow a lot because of the things that I learn and they like help affirm my faith. But what precedes all this is a miracle, is something that, that is a sign and a wonder, something extremely miraculous that is, is unexplainable. And people are like, wow, like this God thing, this God guy is real. We hear another story later on in the Acts of the Apostles. Um, by the way, in the Acts of the Apostles, there are 18 miracles recorded. That's just absolutely amazing. This is the early church. The, you know, the, the, uh, the, like the church is like a baby at this time, right? Very new. They, they just, like Jesus just went back up into heaven, and they're, they're uh, living together. They're still being persecuted, and yet there's still these, uh, these 18 accounts of miracles, right? And there's even one in Acts that says, oh, yeah, and there were a bunch of other signs and wonders, a bunch of other miracles that happened. But there's 18 actual stories about people being healed. Um, and, and here it is. It says, it says uh, um, almost verbatim, many signs and wonders were done among the peoples at the hands of the apostles. Um, there was one, that, another really interesting story here. Uh, it says that, um, oh, and, and again, there's that connection in the, in the next, it says many signs and wonders were done, and yet more than, uh, their people were scared to join them because of the persecution. Yet, more than ever, believers in the Lord, uh, great numbers of men and women were added to them. So even in, the, in this time of deep persecution, because of not only these men's preaching and their, and their witness by how they live their lives, but because of these 18 miracles that are delineated in this story, that was a huge thing bringing people to God. Because like you can't be a witness of a miracle, a witness of something absolutely amazing, and be like, well, that was all right, I'm going to leave now. Like, there's, there has to be some kind of uh, reaction to that, right? Um, and here's one of, these, one of these healing stories with Peter that's absolutely amazing. Peter was passing through every region. He went down to the Holy Ones living in Lydda. I guess that's how you spell that. Um, also, that's one of my favorite games to play in Mass is, like, watching how people pronounce, like, very difficult names from the Scriptures. Uh, those, those, uh, my, uh, my thought on that is if you just say it like you know what you're talking about, people will believe you. Be like, oh, that's how you say that, right? So Lida and Sharon are what I'm going to go with here for this story. But um, Peter found a, na- uh, uh, found a man named Aeneas who had been confined to his bed for eight years because he was paralyzed. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. He got up at once, and all the inhabitants of Lida, uh, Lida and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. So again, there's this, like, the writer of Acts of the Apostles, the Lord speaking to us through the scriptures, is trying to show us over and over and over again, miracle happens, people turn to the Lord. Miracle happens, people turn to the Lord. And uh, we were talk- the first story we talked about, like the immediate response was to go into the temple, right? To go and praise God. I love the immediate response here. <clears throat> hey, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Now get up and make your bed. <laughs> it's like, oh, I wish I could go to the temple and pray. I have to make my bed. Um but he got up at once and he did it like he like so i i love that there's this connection with obedience to the lord as being a follower of the lord right so it's not god is this is this this god who wants to give us these great gifts but he's also our lord right he like and he uses these miracles these signs and wonders 
to show his power and to show his magnificence. And then he's like, hey, come follow me, right? That's what Jesus always says to us. Um, and the last story we're going to look at is uh, is something absolutely ridiculous. Like, it's, it's just absolutely mind-blowing. So we we joked earlier that, like, people just don't get raised from the dead, right? Like, that's not something that happens. And I think us as Christians, we hear the story of Jesus dying and rising from the dead. And we're just like, oh, yeah, we've heard that so many times that it's not a big deal. Like, Jesus died and was dead for three days, and then he rose again. Like, that's just absolutely crazy, right? The craziest, the even crazier thing is that when Jesus was leaving, he said to his apostles, I'm going to send the Spirit, and you're going to do greater things than even I ever did, right? It's like, oh, my goodness. Like, Jesus raised people from the dead. He raised himself from the dead. He healed the blind. Um, and we see some amazing things happen in the Acts of the Apostles. Some of the similar things that Jesus was doing. There's one, like, uh, Peter's just just walking just walking by, and they're bringing people to come be next to Peter so that when the shadow of his cloak passes over him, they're healed. Like, that's the power of God shown to us there in, in, our, in our first pope, right, in, in Peter, that God is working through him. And if you, if you pay attention at all during the Gospels, you know that Peter was a very flawed man. He was not perfect by any means. He was a simple fisherman when Jesus found him, not a very good fisherman, and, like, often babbled through things and didn't get it when Jesus is around. Um, like, that sounds like a lot of us, right? Confusion. We're not completely sold on this Jesus guy. It's like, yeah, I'll follow him, but I'll still say dumb stuff every now and then. Like, that's, that's me. That's probably you, too, right? That guy, because the Spirit came and fell upon him, not only was he an amazing preacher, but God was using him to heal people just when he walked by. And then we, we, you and I have this, have these doubts sometimes we were talking about earlier, these doubts that like, I don't know that the miracles were for a long time ago, that doesn't happen anymore. And it's like, man, I I think it doesn't happen because we think it won't. God wants, God wants to work with us. He uses, he uses our, our faith and our, our yes to him to help these signs and wonders come about. And so there's this crazy story. Also in Acts, it says, Now in Joppa, there was, a, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which translated means Dorcas. I'm like, I, I don't know why that has to be in the scriptures, but apparently, apparently it does. Um, she was completely occupied with good deeds and almsgiving. Now, during those days, she fell sick and died. So after washing her, they laid her in a room upstairs. Since Lida was near Joppa, the disciples, hearing that Peter was there, sent two men to him with the request, please come without delay. So Peter got up and went with them. When he arrived, they took him to the room upstairs where all the widows came to him weeping and showing him the tunics and cloaks that Dorcas had, had made while she was with him. So it's like they're essentially having a funeral. Like they're celebrating the life of this person, like showing Peter, like, oh, this is what Tab- Tabitha did when she was alive. She made these beautiful, beautiful cloaks. So Peter sent them all out and knelt down and prayed. And then he turned to her body and said, Tabitha, rise up. She opened her eyes, saw Peter, and sat up. She opened her eyes. Like, Peter just said to her, hey, get up. And she did. He gave her his hand and raised her up. And when he had called the holy ones and the widows, he presented her alive. This became known all over Joppa. And guess what? And many people came to believe in the Lord, right? So 
I think we're talking about uh, we've been talking about signs and wonders this week. Next week we're going to be talking about evangelization with uh, Eric Simmons, Eric Sammons, excuse me, um, who is the author of this book called The Old Evangelization, talking about how to share the faith, right? And I wanted to get through this signs and wonders thing first because I think uh, a lot of people want to just grow in like the craft of sharing the faith. Like I do this too. Like I want to be a better speaker. I want to be a better radio show host. Um, so I want to like work on how I speak and how I prepare things and how I do all this stuff. And it's like, Oh, that all that stuff's good. And well, like, I think we all should be doing that. We should be getting, uh, trying to get better at the methods of how we share the good news. But I think I've gotten this reminder from the acts of the apostles um, here during this Easter time, this Easter season is like, man, <laughs> How, how did Peter become a good speaker? The Holy Spirit came. And even after he became a great speaker where he preached and 5,000 people were baptized and came to Jesus, the bigger thing that brought people to an encounter with, the God, to encounter with God is these signs and wonders, these miracles that he was able to perform, not on his own power. Because honestly, it, I, I, could, I could not pray and I, I could still be a good speaker. That's just the hard, on, honest, honest truth, right? Uh, one of my favorite rappers, Lecrae, says, um, God, I want you to write my lines, not because I'm so scared that I'll fail, but I'm scared that I'll succeed and I'll no longer trust in you because I only trust in me. It's like, that was mind-blowing because so many people are like, God, I can't do this without you. And, and, and honestly, like, if you're good at a skill, you can do it without God. But you're not going to have these results, these miraculous results, these results where people are cut to the heart where people's lives are tremendously changed. So I just want to challenge you, as I've been challenged this week, to trust in the Lord, to lean into the Lord. We will be back next week with a great show with Eric Sammons. This has been fun. Say it!